Welcome to an all-new episode of Figure It Out. This is the show where we break down some of our favorite figures and tie it in to whatever our topic is. But since this week, this is a continued show from last week, we are just going to pick up right where we left off. But as you see, returning as always, starting off with Pete. What's going on, Pete? What's up, everybody? Happy to be here. I got my Tales from the Crypt shirt on. We are, we are prepared to talk about our favorite horror comics. Salute. Uh-huh. Yep. I already have a comic in mind, so I can't wait for that. Um, and also, JD, what's going on, JD? What is up, everyone in Streamland? How are we doing tonight? I hope everyone has a tasty beverage ready uh, for the evening's proceedings. Absolutely. I will say... Every time I see that dark side in the background, it makes yeah. me so sad I don't have it. Yeah. <laughs> like part of me wishes I had the ability to just reach through the screen, just grab it. <laughs> you know, he goes he goes for money, dude. He goes for bank, man. I, I you know. know. I as soon as the day you showed it to me, I did my Googles. Shit ain't yeah. <laughs> It is not Jeep. Because um, I, I sold the grail that came with him. Mm-hmm. I really didn't want her. I, she meant nothing to me. And that alone, I got almost, I, I think, 60 bucks for her. Jeez. Goodness yeah, man. Ah, yeah. this toy world we live in is not one for the cheap. Um, <laughs> it is goodness not. Gracious. All right. So I want to just jump right into this. I want to start off with uh, this one I, I thought we could have a lot of fun with. Best non-slasher horror movie. Um, okay. You know, I know a lot of people think, we said this last week, that horror is a tree that branches off a lot. Um, I spoke to my dad and told him, like, some of the stuff we brought up. He's like, that's not horror. I'm like, Dad, but it is. Like, I know you (laughs) don't consider it, but it is. Uh, Which, by the way, Pete, the movie you brought up where the horizon... uh, I think it might have been that where the zombie was grabbing the chick through the closet. Oh, no, zombie. was called zombie. Oh, okay. Let okay. me tell you how angry my dad got at me, right? <laughs> my dad for years has been telling me about that movie, right? That I need to see. I mean, for the longest. <laughs> so picture how pissed he is when I'm telling him about what you said. And he's sitting there and he's like, that's what I told you years ago. <laughs> and I'm like... I'm like, is it? He's like, Juwan, yes. I used to walk to the, the local theater with my friend and we'd sit there and do like a, a horror movie marathon. It'd be like movie after movie. That was one of them. And he was like, we loved it. And I was just like, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> like, it sounded, it sounded cooler when Pete said it, but I, I don't know. <laughs> um, so he was not happy at all. Um, but the good news is my dad did say whenever we did a sci-fi episode, he wants to be on it. Um, awesome. So I was I just about him. to tell you, like, yo, we got to hang out with your dad at some point. Like, yeah, I told yeah. him he's not allowed to be on because if he's good, <laughs> you guys will want to <laughs> Yeah, no, no, dude. That's not going to happen. Know, we're going through these episodes. The way you talk about him, <laughs> I like him better than you already. <laughs> We'd be like, yo, Juan, we, we're busy on Tuesday. We, we're sorry. <laughs> I you could watch us, yeah. though. I, I, log on, I log on to YouTube, and I see figure it out all new episodes. It's like, I don't think I was on this one. When did they shoot this? No, better yet, we'll ask you to edit the videos that we <laughs> We'll have your dad give it to you, so you got to do it. Uh, knowing me, I would do it. I would cry while I'm doing it, but I'd do it. Um, but 
Uh, so that sci-fi episode will be one we definitely have to put in the books awesome. soon. Um, but all right. So like we said, best non-slasher horror movie. JD, I'll start off with you. What, what okay, you we're prepped for this one, Papa. Ready? <laughs> Let's do it. Right here. Nice. It's a, it's Stephen wow. King flick. All right. And this was not a movie theater, Stephen King flick. This was a made-for-TV movie. And this is one of the scariest fucking things you can ever see. Um, it was a two-parter. After it did so well, they did do a, a theatrical cut. Um, they they edited it down to about an hour and a half. But this is like a you know a four-hour flick with commercials and stuff like that. Um, one of the scariest moments in this flick is there's a scene where the vampires are crawling through like the the basement uh, crawl space, and they're on each side of the of the wall. I mean, it's a it's a simple shot, you know, um, but just the effect that it had, and the eyes glowing through the through the dark as as you see the figures start to show up. Wow, 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 wow! Salem's Lot from Stephen King, best in my opinion, non slasher horror film. I like it. I like it. I consider that a deep cut. I would say probably 95% of mainstream has never heard of that. Yeah. Um, and that is, to me, those are the best kinds of movies. The ones that oh, have yeah. been uh, mainstreamed by society to where it's just like, now we've... But it was it. mainstream. It was? It's the, yeah, dude, like I said. For the 80s the when it came out, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I see you what know? You're and, then, and it's a Stephen King flick, you know, so it carries the Stephen King... Um, I don't want to say seal of approval, but the '80s uh, Stephen King marketing seal of approval. You know, um, it is it is one of those flicks that has fallen down through time. You know, it, it lost the notoriety that it once had. But um, you ask anybody who knows about Salem's Lot, you can watch the edited version on WPIX on a Saturday night, and it is still going to keep you up that evening. I distinctly um, remember that movie being on. And my, my father loved Salem's Lot. He said it was the scariest book he ever read. I, I remember that. And I remember watching the series with him and being, yeah. I was what, four or five years old. So this was pretty traumatizing for me mm -hmm. at the time. Like I remember being scared shitless of this. And I remember, okay. I don't remember the character's name, but I remember um, the count at the end, like just with the two fangs in the front. Yeah, and yeah, that he was mad Nosferatu. Yeah, yeah, like uh, Count yeah, Orlock. Hey, yo, he, yeah. and I remember the scene where the guy's in the graveyard and he's like digging up the coffin to, you know, put the stake through his heart. Uh -huh. And the sun's going down, and we're all sitting there like, yo, hurry up, bro. Like, come on, dig faster. You said Nosferatu, right? Yeah, You're talking horror comics. Nosferatu, right there, baby. Um, the original. Um, I, I know this is a little uh, a little off track, but if anyone has ever saw Interview with a Vampire, yes, you know it was a little bit campy. John Malkovich. Um, oh my god! Oh, oh my god! Why can't I? His his name just came out of my fucking head. Um, uh, Green Goblin. What's his name? Um, Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe as Nosferatu. Yes, they made fun of the behind the scenes of the original Nosferatu movie. Mm -hmm. Um, he was Max Shrek. Max, yes, yes, yes. And he was in character the entire time. Yes. 
if you get a chance, watch Interview with a Vampire. Very, very good movie. Super underrated. Not a horror flick per se, but mm-hmm. has the horror elements in it. It's a good yeah. flick. And actually, if I'm not mistaken, Heath Ledger credits that idea of that method acting of being in character all the time with how he did the Joker. Because he was really? like, just, he was like the Joker on set. Just, you know, once you get Wait, that mindset. You meant Willem Dafoe was Max Shrek? Um, when he was set? the original guy, the original actor, yeah. uh, back in the ninth, I think that movie was like 1928 or so, um, in yeah. character as the vampire the entire time. So yeah. Willem Dafoe also did that. And uh, really? what's it, Heath Ledger credited both of those as the idea for like how he went at, went at the Joker. Holy shit. I remember See, reading that somewhere. And it comes back to horror. It comes back <laughs> to being inspired by horror. You look at that. Always. Man. Always. Oh. It just paves the way for everything. Yeah. There's no way around it. Um, yeah. <clears throat> all right. So for mine, correct me if I'm wrong. I wasn't sure on this. Do you guys consider it a slasher film? Not at all. Not no. at all, right? And think so. Wait, the remake or the original? The remake. No. Yeah, I don't think it has any elements of, of a slasher. Mm-mm. I was just making sure. Okay. So it, I want to say the first one, but I really did enjoy that second one a lot. I'm going to go the first one, mainly because I did see parts of the original. But like I always say, watching movies out of time for certain movies just really doesn't do it for me. Um, So I went into this kind of not really fully knowing about uh, the the story It. So I'm watching, I'm just like, man, this makes me want to go back and watch the original. So I did. Um, But what he was able to do with children in a movie that very much felt adult um, was really, really, really well done. And I already have a fear of clowns, but that mm. it just oof, did that intensify it? Oof. Yeah. Well, I, that I hated that. I hate clowns. Um, and talking about staying in character, mm-hmm. what's the name? Skarsgård stayed yes. in character. Yep. yep. The shit out of the kids, man. <laughs> yeah, I would. Cause like, could you picture just wanting to go up to him and say like, "Man, this is like a really good day of shooting." And he's doing like all the crazy Pennywise stuff, and it's just like, <laughs> all right, I'm gonna just I'm, I'm gonna go back to my trailer. Like I can't, <laughs> I, I can't deal with that. Um, but yeah. no, I, I thought that was such a well done movie. The second one was done even better, um, okay. and it's just it, it's a franchise that I thought I'd be content with just two, um, because we kind of know that's how the the original did it. But part of me kind of wants to see where else they can go with it. Um, I mean, to me, I kind of feel like the original only did two. They showed you where they could go with it. Wait, I'm sorry. They showed you where they could go with it with that shitty Dark Tower movie. Ah, 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 no, ah. By the way, can I say it takes extreme talent to make a movie with Idris Elba and um, Matthew uh, McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey, really garbage. It takes a talent, like a real talent. Because what not that what they all were? They were all the what the clown was, right? Well, the the guardians of the beam at right. the there were twelve beams connecting to the dark okay. tower, and each the of those pie two, theory, right? Right, 
And each of those 12 beams was like represented by this eternal guardian, this animal figure or whatever. The turtle. Right. Maturin was one of those. That's why there were so many turtle references in the new movie. The, The turtle was like its arch enemy. Okay. So he wasn't a mem- like one of those 12 beams. He was like the reverse of it where he served the Crimson King who was like the, basically like the devil kind of thing. So the Crimson King wasn't McConaughey? No, no, no. McConaughey was like the, the Crimson King's right-hand man. He was uh, oh, okay. the man in black, the uh, Walter O'Dim, uh, what the, he had a few other names. Randall Flagg so is also was, supposed okay, to be the same Flag. guy. Yeah, he was from he's, the stand. It's okay. all the same guy, like throughout King's stories. Wait, so wait, the same guy in the same slice of pizza, or the same guy traveling in each through slice? different, like okay, the, like the the Dark Tower is like the center of the multiverse, and those beams are all different okay. universes. Okay, okay, yeah. So I mean, that's that's a universe builder that to me. Yeah. Um, would be great, and if it were, if Dark Tower were better, that shit needed a series and a half. Like, forget well, movie. Actually, okay. I believe they're doing a series for Dark Tower now. Really? Well, yeah, they're gonna make it. A, well, I mean, they, I think they want to clean up how poorly the movie was done. So it's like if we can maybe go back, because I do believe certain things are meant to be a show. They don't have to be. Okay, a movie. I agree. But no way you were going to put it on, let's say, stars and be able to afford Idris and, and Matthew McConaughey. Right. So you had to make it a movie. So to me, build your universe to where it kind of weaves in and out of the movies and TV shows. But you don't you don't need Idris. You don't need a name. Oh, no. Look I'm at Lovecraft, look at Lovecraft Country. Yep. You know what I mean? They built, their, they built their names. Mm-hmm. They did, you know? And, and now look at that kid. That. Now, he's, now he's playing Kang and I Loki. Know, you know what? Forget about him for a second. Give me more Journey, Smollett. I'll take her in a fucking second, man. Not for nothing. Her sister, I don't know the actress's name, but she she was a little thicker in all the right places. Oh, yes, yes, Oh, my God, I loved her. She was so pretty. Yes. Did you see that movie that I, did you get to see that movie I told you guys about? No, which one was that? Where she was the immigrant in England? Was it you guys that were telling me? No, you did. I remember you did tell me. I just didn't get a chance to check it out yet. You okay. did tell us. You did tell us. Uh, Damn, yeah, I had yeah. a lot of shots. You got to remind me of that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> gotta, uh, but no, I, I'm with you on the idea, JD. They don't need them. So I, I, the show isn't going to be with them. You don't need it. Uh, I'm just saying you couldn't have done a show back then with big names because it's like, I don't know where you would have put it that outside of HBO where you could have afforded them. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, they obviously did it to bring attention to it because I never heard of Dark Tower. Um, I only went to go see it based off those two guys, so I get why they did it, but it shouldn't be that bad. Back in like the early 2000s, Marvel started releasing comic books of it, and that's where I learned everything because I never sat down to read all of those novels because they're, they're, Mm -hmm. they get increasingly larger as he goes along. But the comic books were great, but they fell off like halfway through it. And I, yeah. you know, it just it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Never finished. They they left you hanging for it, you know, with the really? Jay Lee covers. They they were looking really. Yo, nice. how dope were they, man? Yeah. yeah, Jay Lee always had that. I, I guess I don't want to say demonic art style, but I mean, but yeah, that that it, super gothicy, sharp yeah, edges. Man. Yeah. So See, he just he turned me off with um 
his work on Hellshock. You guys remember the Hellshock comic? No, I don't. No, good, because it was only two issues. <laughs> <laughs> it was so, during the image days. So you guys, do you guys think that they could do a, no, let me not ask that. Would you guys be interested in an It Chapter 3? No. No? Okay. No. They killed him at the end, didn't they? Yeah, but I kind of, I kind of felt as though that was one of those things to where it's like, yes, I would be down for an it chapter zero, like give me the stories beforehand. Give me Native Americans, or when uh, there was the fire in in the black club and like everybody died. Give me, give me all of the shit he did in Derry leading up to there. But see, that's why that's a formula, Pete. I want everyone who does horror movies to take. You're introducing a character, right? Like this, this, this huge villain. Mm-hmm. Don't give a backstory because when part one, part two, part three, if by the third movie, the well starts to go dry, there's so much story of how that character came to be that you can right. go back and visit. But right. now we get, oh, this is why they're killing people because like their mom burned down their house when they were five. And it's like, well, now you can't go back and do anything with that. You just showed me that. You right, know? Right. So you it's did. like, yeah, kind of leave it a little bit open-ended so you got room to go back when it starts to, the well starts to get a little dry. Like mm-hmm. Underworld, Rise of the Lycans. It yeah. was the third I, one. You know what's so crazy about Underworld? Underworld feels so long to me. I don't know when that well went dry. <laughs> like, I just remember there were just so many movies. Yeah. I didn't like the first and the third one. I, I felt You didn't like the first one? garbage. The first and the third, that's it. One and three. Oh, that's the one you liked. Yeah, number two was shit. Oh, uh, okay, okay. I was going to say, um, the first one to me is iconic just off of the, the Kate Beckinsale uh, yeah. vampire sex scene. Like hey, a Vampire Matrix. It was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, before I move on to you, Pete, Joe, I wanted to ask you, would you be interested at all? Because we loved It Chapter 2. Would you be interested if they came out and were like, they had something in, in mind for an It Chapter 3? I'm always down for more it, even though they I do believe they did kill him at the end. Uh so it would probably have to be a prequel. But yeah, sure. Yeah. I remember the original it from like the T V movie. That movie scared the shit out of me. Like I had nightmares because that fucker came out the drain, like in the shit at the school. Yeah. That fucked me up because like, you know, yeah, in the bathroom. Yeah. My 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 play, that's like my haven. You get you get into <laughs> I was scared shitless. Like, I can't, I'm not even safe in the bathroom. Man. I was fucked up. <laughs> That's that crazy up. to be think about that. To be scared shitless while taking a shit. Like it, it's just like it's like you can't get any worse than that, can you? Yeah. <laughs> See, but the perfect the perfect place to explore that concept, Joanne, that you talked about mm-hmm. is would have been um Hulu with the Castle Rock series. You know, I, yeah. you could have Bill Skarsgård in there. Yeah. And it's just like you went in a totally different fucking direction mm. in season one and two, man. And, and it's just like... Good. Season two, not so much. Season two, I had no interest in when I found out that it wasn't from the same the same people who did season one. Right. I was just kind of like, right. well, if you're done with that story, I'm done too. Like, <laughs> I don't really want to continue. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, I went for it because I, I really liked, um, speaking of non-horrors, I mean, non-slash a horror, you mm-hmm. know, Misery was a that was a tough horror flick to watch. Yeah, that was, was a nutty one. Yes, it was. Um, really quick, Joel, was was it an idea we had, or was Pennywise in the new Mortal Kombat game? No, no, that wasn't an idea. I, I I came up with a a game 
when I started noticing that they uh, started including monsters and uh, like action yeah. heroes. So like I asked you, who would you like if you had to pick a monster to include? I think you, you chose Pennywise. Okay. All right. Yeah, that would be so fucking dope. Okay, See, we, we need to collaborate on that a little bit because I made a graphic for like just a horror <laughs> monsters game, Mortal Kombat style. Oh yeah. I had to send that to you. I'll, Please do. <laughs> I, put some, I put some work into that one. I'm pretty proud of it. Shit, um, that might be what we have to talk about before we leave tonight. <laughs> guys, did you, you never heard the story that Mike Landis uh, wants to do with uh, uh, uniting the um, all the all the horror properties? into one he was on he was on uh fat man beyond before it became that he was he was breaking it down to kevin smith and pretty much he wanted um oh my god uh uh finn from star wars what's his name john boyega he wanted dude he wanted john boyega to die in a house of one of the other children that died on nightmare on elm street Mm. one of the right but the parents from Nightmare on Elm Street, um, made a deal with Pinhead wow. to go after Freddy. So now you got John Boyega who's traveling through the dream world to try to find his way out. And he teams up with all the horror elements. He teams up with Fred Krueger, who doesn't know why he's stuck in hell. He teams up with uh, Jason before he puts the mask on. Wow. He teams up with Chucky before he gets uh, uh, possessed, a doll. <laughs> possessed, and he teamed up with somebody. So it almost became like a horror Wizard of Oz. So he was traveling with four, <laughs> four of the horror icons as they made their way out of hell to try and face Pinhead on their fucking way out. Wow. That's pretty dope. Not I want to know more about that. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say the yeah. more I hear about it, the more I'm kind of just like, oh my god, was it was it Fat Man or Batman or or with Hardwick, one of the two? But dude, he broke down the whole fucking movie. He went to John Boyega in it. He <coughs> wanted um uh, Breaking Bad, what's his name, to be the dad that made the deal with Pinhead. Um, just describing it, I was like, oh, I'm drooling. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd be well, terrified to watch it, but I'd be interested 100 <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hey, I don't ever lie, man. I get scared with shit. Uh, <laughs> um, Pete, uh, what non-slasher horror movie would you put in there? So I had a little bit of a list. Uh, <laughs> I, I want to give a quick honorable mention to one that surprised the hell out of me that I never thought was going to be scary, The Grudge. Because it was Ooh. Sarah Michelle Geller, but okay. Okay. that movie creeped the hell out of me, yeah. even more than The Ring. And The Ring yeah. got me. Okay. Whoa, 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 hold on. What was the movie again that you're saying? Not, the, not the, not the other one. Not The, the Ring, one. The Grudge. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. it. Okay. 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 Uh, Don't do that again. No. 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 Stop no. that. No. 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 <laughs> Continue with what you were saying. <laughs> Uh, again, I, I had the DVDs, the Blu-rays last week, but I didn't bring them down this time. The Fog, the original The Fog from 1980, okay. I think it was John Carpenter. It's one of the scariest movies I ever saw when I was a kid. Please ignore the new 2005 remake. God, it was awful. <laughs> um, House, it's on Amazon Prime. Oh, I highly suggest you watch this. Man. It's a little campy, but yes. man, it's got a lot of great jump scares. Yes. And the big bad is played by none other than uh, 
Bull Richard from Bull. Night Court, Richard Mall. Yes. Yep. 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 I love that flick, dude. Jay, yes. when he opened the closet and that thing came out. Oh my god. Oh man, that yeah. five-year-old Pete almost fucking wet himself. <laughs> telling you, you know, right um, now. So, you know, me and Pete are almost similar in age, and the main character in that film was um, uh, uh, William Cat, who was a superhero. So you yes. followed him. You ever heard of the greatest American hero, the guy with the red suit? Yep. Terrible. Yes. Right. Um, so he was the main character in that flick, man. Oh man. Wow, Friggin' movie, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't count zombie movies as slashers, even though there is still the idea of like one at a time getting picked off. But yeah. Return of the <laughs> Living Dead is still probably my favorite zombie movie of all time. Which one is that? That's the one from 1985 where they uh it almost like picks up where the first one left off, but they find the canisters in the basement. It's the same, the, the older the gentleman is the same stuff. guy. Yeah, the cemetery the one. The pathmark guy. Right. And oh, they okay. release yeah. the gas. And, but now they, you know, they, there's the zombie in the basement, like the tar man, like yeah. brains. And then he sees the guy on the stairs, he's like, more brains. And he just grabs his head <laughs> and bites him. <laughs> it was hilarious, but it was fucking horrifying. And then, but the worst part was, was they hit him in the head and it didn't kill him. And they're like, well, it worked in the movie. He's like, well, it's not working now. There was no way to kill these sons of bitches. You couldn't do it. They did not die, period. And that was actually the first running zombie film because when the paramedics would show up, they ran out of their hiding place, grabbed the paramedics, ripped them out of the the ambulance. And then one of them got on a horn. He was like, send more paramedics. Like son of a bitch, they're talking, they're intelligent. Like this is bad. This is real bad. That was bad. It was eighties. It was eighty-five, man. High punk. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, Lena Quigley was, you know, just super punked out and taking her clothes off in the cemetery. Mind blowing. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, Creep show. Both creep shows. Just watch the both of them together because there's some flakes in there, but there's some really fantastically scary ones like that. I mean, it looks like a damn garbage bag in the in the lake at this point but that scene with that blob in the river man yo that's that's creepy as hell and like this dude gets to the i I won't even spoil it for you if you've never seen it but like they they're on a raft and there's this like thing just swinging around them like the blob and it just eats people but bar none my absolute favorite is still event horizon man it's a sci-fi horror and i watched this in the movies when Mm -hmm. surround sound was like kind of just first getting introduced and when a sound came from behind the the actor it came from behind you he was like (laughs) yeah scary ass flick lawrence fishburne and sam neill phenomenal movie well i like that i always said pete um some theme park should come up with this for the entire month of october horror movies right like the the theme park actually shows horror movies Mm. but it's the four dimension so it's like when when like um let's say uh they're outside and it's like you know something's chasing them like you feel the wind like on on Mm -hmm. legs Mm -hmm. or you know or it's suspenseful so like it gets really quiet and then like something like maybe tickles your leg or something like that like that would be the ultimate experience Without something actually physically jumping out to scare you, a four they do that. actual horror movie. They do oh, for me, horror movie. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, oh, they, there's the haunted forest stuff, which yeah. 
Juan doesn't like the live action shit, no. <laughs> he won't go with me to those damn uh, those haunted farms. Haunted farms will fuck you the fuck up. Yeah, dude. fun though. Those things are so fun, dude. Because here's, you know, here's my problem: I'm not tough at all. But if that shit jumps out at me, I'm going to want to throw hands. <laughs> like, okay. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I just don't want myself in that situation at, at all. You know, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to be not... the guy that ruins the fun for everybody because Those... I, I'm terrified. So. I got a funny story for you. <laughs> Speaking of throwing hands. I, I could never really go to like one of those really physical ones because like <clears throat> uh, if you're going to give me the real life uh, experience of being in a horror movie. I'm going to give you the real life experience too. Cause I'm going to fight back. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> fight back. Right, right. So a friend of mine for my birthday one year took me to, there used to be this haunted house in Times Square called Times Scare, New York. And this shit was open all year round. So my birthday's in January. We went in like February. There's nobody there. So we basically had the run of the place. I got mm. lost. First of all, I wound up literally behind the set pieces. No idea how that happened. Person's like, he's looking at me like, you're not supposed to be here. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm lost. So they lead <laughs> me back around. And then this guy who looks like like a kind of executioner from Silent Hill, he was like, Do you enjoy your tour, pretty boy? And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. So we're walking through and we get to the end, and there's this one guy that's just like leaning up against like a hospital bench or whatever. And he's like, That way. So we go, and then there's like a body on a gurney, it's all like opened up, you know, stripped apart and shit. And there's like nowhere to go you're in this hospital room and it ends and i'm like well what's going on and all of a sudden i look back like to go ask this person a question and they're literally walking down the dark ass hospital hallway slowly with a chainsaw <laughs> chainsaw is on and i hear it and i'm like nah i mean and i go back in the hospital room and i'm like yeah there's my hand and i go back again and now the son of bitch is chasing is running with the chainsaw and at this point i just went white as a ghost and like we don't know where the fuck we go and there's nowhere to go with the dead end hospital room we run to the back of the room and i swear to god the door flips around like there was a fake ass wall or something and we come around the other side and there's this girl like just waiting to give us a jump scare and I punched this girl in the face. Oh, I felt oh. so badly. I it wasn't like I'm like I'm ready to fight oh, or nothing. Shit. It was really like a not in the face. Like I was just scared shit, and I, like she was too close to me. <laughs> like that, and I I I felt my knuckle go across her nose. Not like I I slammed her, but like I right. felt it. I, I hit her. And I go to apologize, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" And she's like, "Don't touch me, human." I'm like, "All right, you're still in character, so you're good. You're good. You're good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I didn't knock the crazy out of you. Yeah, that, I was so worried. Crazy. I'm like, we're getting thrown out of here now. <laughs> Fortunately, yeah. it was the end of it, but yo, it was a really good tour, man. I got the shit scared out of me. Yeah, I was no, like, Joel's been trying to. I know in my head he can't actually hurt me with the chainsaw, but until you're at the opposite end being chased by a guy with a chainsaw, there's a feeling that comes over you, Mm -hmm. fake or not. You never know how crazy people are. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I I told you, well, I I can't. I just, I don't have it in me. So so (laughs) I I did a haunted forest with with one of my exes, right? And it kind of felt like I was in a slasher flick. And I know how the good guy boyfriend that you really hope would make it to the end, how he dies. Because Always. that fucking chick 
was holding me the fuck back. I'm like, just shut the fuck up and keep walking. You're gonna get me killed in this fucking. <laughs> Yo, you ever <laughs> watch Sinbad? Oh you know my what I mean? god! How you kill Kevin Bacon? It's because of somebody else's fucking fault. You ever watch Sinbad back in the day when he does stand up? Oh my yeah. god! When he was talking about like. You know, some some of the boyfriends would be like, oh, if they're fighting Dracula, like I'll fight Dracula. You're gonna fight Dracula for your woman? Hell no! You can't beat Dracula. And if you're running faster <laughs> than me, I'll trip you. <laughs> it's like Drac, Drac, get her. She's got two sisters, fat ones, lots of blood. <laughs> At least eight punch. <laughs> There's just people better off than me. Um, no, but I mean, yeah, I mean, like like I said, I, I just I, I can't be a part of that. I'm just. It, my nerves, they're always on high, you know what I'm gotcha. saying? So it's like not the kind of person you want to put in that environment. Um, I did want to add, since you had your honorable mention, Pete, I did want to throw out my honorable mention. Again, not necessarily a horror movie, more thriller. But Shutter Island, it's the one Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio movie no one ever yes. talked about. And that what? was so Fucking loved well it. done. Didn't um, see that ending coming at all. Flick. Good flip. The ending <laughs> fucked me up. Yeah, and you know what? I know, I, I know, and you guys might probably feel the same way. Another movie that made me feel the same way I did at the end of Shutter Island wasn't as good, but I did enjoy it. Was um, Sucker Punch? I like Sucker Punch. Yeah, Young Oscar. I, I, I didn't reason, yeah. see it coming. I didn't yeah. see the ending coming, and yeah. Zach did a great job with the visuals yeah. throughout that movie. That's I think that's my favorite Zach movie. Funny enough, it's, <laughs> a lot of people hate it. But one of the reasons why Shutter Punch died out is because it came out right before Inception. And once the buzz was coming out with Inception, the other DiCaprio flick, everybody stopped talking about Shutter Island. You know, it's crazy. Very blasphemous, but that's the kind of person I am. I enjoy Shutter Island more than I do Inception. I really do. Because it's the idea of, because think about this. I always say when you're an action movie, like a futuristic kind of action mm -hmm. movie, no one really focuses on the story. It's how they get caught off guard because their focus is on the good visual pieces of, of it being an action movie. So the fact that Shutter Island is not an action movie, it's literally just a thriller that is holding you and still catches you off guard, to me, is, is added point. So that's, that's what I give it. Um, but yeah, Shutter Island, that's the one Leo movie that when you mention, people go, that wasn't Leo, and it's like, no, it was. Yeah, it was totally also was. Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, no, dude, great cast, man. <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio, Mark, Mark Ruffalo Ruffalo. was his partner in the flick. Mm -hmm. um, oh, my God, the, the original Casey Jones, what's his name? Um, uh, uh, fuck. You see, you guys should know, you Ninja Turtles guys. I never, I never know this guy's name because I always I get him confused. With the uh, guy from CSI, Colin. right? Yes. Uh, or Law and Order, whatever it is. Um, He's Greek. It's a Greek name. Yeah, it's um. Hold on. Uh, I brought it up. Hold on. Ben, uh, wait, I'm just, I'm just saying the cast. Uh, Leo, Mark Ruffalo, Ben Kingsley, Michelle Williams. Ben Kingsley, Max, Michelle Williams, Look Max Barnes, uh, Sidow. Sidow, right? Sidow, Sidow. I'm sorry. <clears throat> uh, Jackie Early Haley, um, mm. John Carroll Lynch, Elias. Coteus. Uh, yep. That's him. Yeah. That's, That's him. Elias yes. Yep. Yes. And, you know, a lot of people sleep on Jackie Earl Haley, but, He's dude, good. Jackie Earl Haley's uh, version of Freddy, I really <clears throat> like that fucking version of Freddy. Really? A lot of people shit on remakes, but his his uh, Freddy Krueger, I, I, it brought it back to just a ruthless fucking killer, man. 
you know, after the first Freddy, everything got campy. It became the one-liners. The Dream Warriors were fucking Freddy and D&D. You know, come on, man. Um, that was fun. I'll tell you why <laughs> I didn't like fun. that version. Mm-hmm. Why? I, I, ex- I fully accept Freddy as a child murderer because if you've ever babysat or at, at all taught kids in any shape or form, you, you kind of get it. But I, did. I don't, I can't condone Freddy as a, uh, a, a child molester. That's right, the, but I don't you're, like you're, that. you're not supposed to like them. That's the I, thing. I know, not, but I want to like them. You're not, you're not supposed, supposed to, to like them. And and I'll say this: I I, I said this to uh, Joel. We were, remember we were telling Tia when she was talking about the the Monsters movie. We were saying how every remake today, like the '80s, were super campy, right? So it's why Freddy Krueger was more humorous. It's why you can kind of go, I fucking love this guy, right? So. I didn't love him. Well, no, 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 no. I just mean like it, out of me. it was it was more campy, right? So then you you fast forward to to present day, everything that's a remake is looking to go way darker. I mean, hell, Joel, you even told me the last Rambo that came out was just a million times <laughs> bloodier awesome. than anything else. Oh, that's that. Wow, that no, no, no. So I'm saying everything looks to go to that. So I was fine with it going more <laughs> serious, but it was the idea of. It was a tall order of going from campy and humorous Freddy to this Freddy that's just like, <laughs> I do the worst possible shit ever. And it's like worse than what you've seen before. And it's like, I don't know if I like that, Freddy. I kind of like you when you weren't that bad. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> when you'd occasionally make a guy explode with blood, you know, in a bit. Yeah, I'm okay with it was always a child killer to me, so it was never something that I never liked him anyway. They always scared the shit out of me. I didn't like anybody that can get into my dreams. Again, safe place, mm. and you're getting in there with dreams. <laughs> and like, now I you know hate- why I hate Bully Wonka. Safe place. <laughs> you're getting into my safe zone. Yeah, yeah I will gonna- say, don't you can mess with my dreams. Don't ever mess with my food. Don't don't <laughs> don't play with my food. <laughs> I, I don't like that. <laughs> I'm a big boy. Don't play with my food. Don't play with my food. So, Joel, I'm going to pass it off to you. You're uh, one of your favorite non-slasher horror movies. Non-slasher horror. Um, Well, what would would that be? So, like, for example, (laughs) like Shutter Island would be that. Uh, Pete, uh, what was your your one that you, you put up, Pete? Event Horizon. Event Horizon, JD was the one. You Lights up, that's right. one's a lot. And I put up it. Right. I put up uh, it. You came in as we were talking. It was like a horror movie. No, no, um, no, 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 non-slasher. It could be a uh, horror movie. It just uh, can't be a slasher. Not like a Friday the Thirteenth or Friday. Right. Or, or, or yeah, I get it. Okay, without no, no known slashers involved. Right. Uh, no scream. Right. Okay, everything. I The Conjuring. Probably then, because oh, like, good. oh, good call. Yeah, yeah. Um, because those, those are possession movies, and that's like a possession movie done right, or like haunted house movie done right. And again, like I said last week, it's my favorite modern day horror movie, mm-hmm. um, because it did scare the shit. <laughs> it did, okay. did a good job early on. And that scene, man. Oh God, I got chills when that happened. That they movie. casted two of the best possible people you could do for that. Yeah. Um, I, Oh man, and like there's a third one coming out, I think, this year at some point. So okay. really excited. Yep. Now, is that based on the people um that went up to uh uh Amity? Yes. Yeah, that, that, yeah. yeah? okay. Mm-hmm. Then Yes, yeah, you know, yeah. You gotta check out check them out. They're good. And then like he created a whole universe from the conjuring movie. 
Yeah, Annabelle movies and La, La Llorona ended up being uh, uh, one of them. Like no one saw that coming because it wasn't really. It was like a, a surprise that it was connected. Uh, then of course um, the Nun, and uh, I feel like I'm missing one, <laughs> but it's one of those. Um, but yeah, they're, they're yeah, it's great. No, I'm with you on that. I want us to talk about really quickly. I didn't have it in our notes, so if you have not seen it, not a problem. Um, but I do want to talk uh, the Spiral trailer. Um, based off of the Book of Saul, uh, with Chris Rock. I'm, I'm sorry, the what? It, it's called uh, Spiral. It's based off of the Book of Saul, so like it's it's part of the oh Saul, okay part of the Saul, part of the Saul legacy. It's called um, the Book of Saul Spiral or something like that. Right. Okay. So what you didn't see in the first trailer that they released, or here rather, was the voice of the person um, that's supposed to be the new Jigsaw. Um, so when I heard it this time, it's going to take a lot of getting used to, um, not hearing, uh, the only voice I had ever <laughs> to hear for that, but, um, it's interesting. I mean, the whole premise is you don't know who to trust. Like Chris Rock is, is a, a <laughs> detective and it seems as though maybe whoever's jigsaw is in the, the um, so the way they shot it, and it's funny because the first trailer, I immediately said to my dad, oh, I think it's because his uh, Chris Rock's dad in this movie is played by Samuel Jackson. And I was just like, Jigsaw's probably Samuel Jackson. Like, I'm thinking in terms of the first one caught me off guard with an old man. This one won't do it. <laughs> like, I won't let this one do it. Um, but then you see in this one, Samuel Jackson's in like a whole bunch of contraptions. Um, so it, it looks good. Um, so if you have not seen a trailer, the way I'll pose the question, and I'll start with you, JD, is are you even remotely interested in any more like branches off of the saw tree? Um, I don't mind if it's a branch. Um, how are they going to play it? I don't know. Cause I liked Creed being the branch off of Rocky. Right. Um, but I didn't like the second Creed, you know, oh. um, I, I, I don't mind giving spinoffs a chance. Okay. Really quickly, to play off of that, it has nothing to do with horror, but to play off of that, uh, it was just said, and Joel, correct me if I'm wrong, but it was just said that, um, that Sylvester Stallone won't be in this third Creed that uh, Michael is, okay. is directing. You can okay. correct me, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. He had his run already. You right. know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, um, he should have died in the last one, like like Mickey. You know what I mean? He 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 really, you know, bow out and and keep it moving. Right. You can't pass the torch if you're still always there. Um, <laughs> it's the one thing I always loved about Batman, to where he's like, "I'm gonna train you guys, so if something ever happened to me, you guys can take over." But he never went anywhere. <laughs> like, <laughs> he was just like, "I will be 90 and still putting on this cape." Um, but okay, so I, I, I like that, JD, to where it's like mm -hmm. you're willing to give it a chance. This is Joel. Uh, you saw the trailer, right, Joel? This is mm -hmm. supposed to be six to maybe 10 years, I want to say, after the events of all the those past. Okay. So it's, it's enough time away to where it makes sense that you know, whoever this copycat killer is had enough time to kind of get things together, whatever. So I'm like, I don't know, when they said that Chris Rock approach the studio about wanting to do this um i got really excited because i love when people are passionate about what they're doing it doesn't come off as a paycheck it comes mm -hmm. off as a passion project 
So if he wanted to do this, it means he knows what the old ones brought. He knows the legacy it has, and he's looking to add to it, not take from it. So I, I'm, I'm right there with him. It's just going to take some getting used to with no Tobin Bell. Like, that's just uh, oof. But anyway, Pete, um, if you have not seen the trailer, are you I interested haven't. in seeing I, had, I didn't know it was out. I, I would love to see it. I but love I... the Saw movies, so I'm game immediately. So wait, did you like the, the last one that they did? Um, where the last one if i'm not mistaken had carrie elways in and it tied all the way back to the first movie yeah Yeah. i love it okay i love a very easy person to please i loved it you know it's crazy i love jigsaw and i said this i said once tobin bell's character died that's kind of when they should have wrapped it up in a bow Mm -hmm. and then did what spiral's doing which is take time to say now there's a copycat killer but when you do it in succession to that it's just kind of like, all right, now you're just kind of like shoving a whole bunch of stuff in there. You're milking it. I would even right, accept, exactly. like, if Samuel L. Jackson is, is the new Jigsaw or whatever, I think that would work, as long as it's not Chris Rock. Because <laughs> the minute I hear this dude say, I want to play a game, like, I'm out. Yeah, I'm like, out. Nah, that's when I got Picture leave. him, picture the dog cupping its hands like that. I, <laughs> see, see, but Pete, you're saying that, and I could, I could totally take that from him in a different context with a big fucking axe in his hand. I'm only playing a game. You know what I mean? That's fucking frightening. All right, bro. fair, fair. You know, I want that. And were you at New York Comic Con that one year where you had a, a father with his kid on a fucking tricycle dressed around like they're just I seen that kid. Yes. I was going to punch that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so bad. I was like, oh, you know, I was going <laughs> to. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I always said, I always say, the scariest thing are kids because it's like you don't suspect, you don't, you know, you don't expect it. So it's how they can catch you off guard and like kill you. So it's like that's an easy one. Don't when you trick or treat, don't spend hundreds of dollars to make your kid really look like Chucky because it's the quickest way to get me to punt that kid fifteen yards <laughs> from my doorstep. So just don't do it. Just don't do it. Um, but Pete, I'm I'm glad to hear that because I will say before Jigsaw, it was a very bad run of saw movies that they were putting out um so when i when i heard about jigsaw i remember i said i'm not seeing it i hated the last one um and i remember it came uh, when it came out on dvd i watched it and i was just like damn i wish i saw this in theaters which was the last one was that the one where the where the two cops were standing face to face and one of them got sucked in while the while the the contraption on the outside crushed yeah that was jigsaw yeah Mm -hmm. okay Yep. I got to watch that again. I haven't seen that in a long time. I think I'm going to watch it right before this one. Like, right before this one comes out, I'm going to watch Jigsaw. Is that series streaming anywhere? I Honestly, yes. that was on TV HBO Max. Oh, HBO fantastic. Max. It's on HBO Max, not awesome. Jigsaw. And I don't know if it has all of them, but it has at least the good ones, like the first three or four. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, those are on um, HBO Max. Which, by the way, Joel, HBO Max just added a Ninja Turtles uh, movie on there. The, the yeah. action one. So it just yes, I, I watched watched the first one. It's the the very first one. Yeah, the very first one. Mm-hmm. I think they're all there. Bernie Reyes Jr. Yeah, well, that he's not, yeah. He was he was actually one of the turtles in the first one. He and was. He role in the second one. Which is crazy because that shows the difference of times. Like they put Ninja Turtles on there. Joel watched that one, right? For me, I went to the animated one that came out in like 05. <laughs> like that was the first one I went to. <laughs> I was just like, oh, Ninja Turtles is here. No, not the live action. I'm going to go to the cartoon. Um, both shits in theaters, man. <laughs> but Joel, yeah, um, 
any interest in uh in Spiral? Did you like the trailer? Trailer looks good. Uh, I, I was I was I liked the the Saw movies, but then I lost track around the, after the fourth one. I stopped watching them, but uh, I like I recently saw the fifth one like, a couple months ago because um I have a friend that's really into the Saw movies, so he wants me to finish them. So I sat there and I watched the fifth one. I'll probably end up finishing the 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 the, uh, the rest of them uh, to catch up to Spiral eventually. Yeah, well, I I will say you saw the first four. I would say in, now I've seen the first five. If you've seen the first five, there's only two more of that, and then there's Jigsaw, and then now there's. Well, there were seven of them. There were seven. Mm-hmm. See, I I don't remember the movies. I remember like the deaths. Like I remember <laughs> um, when the Spanish dude dropped the girl into the fucking hypodermic needle well. Yeah. Um, that she ended up being the 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 protege. Right. Of Toby uh, Bell. That was two, uh, I think. Yeah, yeah I remember. Two. Like I said. The two cops where I lost the whole timeline of it. So there was the two cops. One was chasing the other. And they both thought that the other one was. And there was or whatever. two actors in, I think, the third, the fourth, or whatever. There was two guys that looked almost exactly the same in the same movie. I'm like, yeah. I got lost. I'm like, well, you guys look exactly <laughs> right. the same. And it's just right. like, they're two right. different pl- uh, actors. I was like, And the one that take. got crushed. Yeah. The one that was crushed in the machine was the one that got saved. But the one standing outside of the machine was the one that got killed. Yeah, right. There's some, I, yeah, some shit like that. Here, I'm looking here, Joel. HBO Max has all of them, all seven. Oh, look at that. Nice, nice. Look at that. Yeah. Then there I was the one where, it, like, the the group they hid in the fucking tunnels as a yeah. Fire that was. I think it was the last, the fifth. One, I will I say though, the one that taught me a lesson <laughs> was the third one, where the guy's head was in a um this box and it was filling with water. And that was the first time I learned that, like, if you can't breathe, you can, like, stab yourself here. And that creates, like, oh. an airway. Oh, the tracheotomy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Never good, knew that. Good and luck watching, with that. You, well, no, I'm clearly <laughs> not going to try it. But I'm watching, and I was just like, I, like, I thought he was trying to kill himself faster. And, like, I'm sitting next to my dad. He's like, no, he's trying to breathe. I'm like, That's how he survives. How do you like, do oh. that? I'm like, how do you do it that way? And then when you see it, you're just like, oh. While we're on the subject of Saw, I, one of the questions you had asked, Juan, was, uh, you know, favorite horror death scenes extended. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saw <laughs> has at least one of them for me where the guy's like standing there spread, you know, he's like in chains or whatever. And there's the two giant ass ice cubes yes. that swing down and just smishes. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. I love yes. that one. Yes. yes. Yep. Yeah. And you know, what's, you know what's crazy? I know I spoke about it before as kind of just like it was a little cheapish. But I will say that that uh that act scene or the yeah. whatever you call it, that was the reason why that was well done wasn't because of that. A lot of people forget he had an option. Do you remember his option, Pete? Remind me. I, I know he had the he option. Had they all had options, right? Right, always- right? But his option was there was a contraption that was drilling like a hole through his hand. Yes. And it was either lose your hands. Or I cut your whole body in half. And it was the idea of him going, this hand pain is crazy. And I'm like, but dog, he's cutting you in half. Like, yeah. right. <laughs> like just lose your hands. And he was just like, nope, won't do it. <laughs> Somewhere in the ether, Vincent Price watched that death scene and was like. <laughs> <laughs> no, if but you've I ever mean, seen the original Pit and the Pendulum, good movie. I yeah. will say Saw to me, the one thing, even all seven that I'll give it credit for was 
it was very creative in the way it would kill people. Like Seven, I think it was Saw Seven, where it was the two guys that was dating the same girl. Mm-hmm. And it was like them kind of like, no, I want her. No, I want her. And then I love it. Like, just like, you know what? Fucker. <laughs> 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 like, I, I loved it. And it, like that, that's the one thing I always give the directors for each, each seven of these. Inventive. None of the, none of the deaths yeah. were the same. Mm-hmm. Um, so. That became why you watched the movie after a while, like yeah. Final Destination. Yes. You didn't care about yes. people. I want to see some crazy ass, oh, you know, not. really yes. intricate <laughs> death scenes. By the way, all right, let's get into this next topic of e- extending uh, the best kills in horror movies. I'm going to give that to Final Fantasy, the first one, because it changed life for everybody. Final There's Fantasy? not one person on this planet that drives behind a truck that has poles, trees, final destination. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah, absolutely. That was right. two, and yeah, it's a, you're 100 percent right. That was, that was two. two. Oh, it was and I still, I will switch lanes. Absolutely, <laughs> and drive behind it. And it, what's crazy is, I know people that have never seen the movie that know that scene and still <laughs> switch lanes. They're like, no, 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 don't play around with that. Got to. Uh, okay, lanes. I got to tell you, mm-hmm. there's a there's a double edged sword to that. All right. Um, I've driven cross country to a lot of conventions and I've driven to Tennessee through the Shenandoah mountains, the Appalachians up there. And you're talking about two lane curvy highways that allow trucks like that. And it's like, um, either go behind it or try to make a pass when he's turning and maybe get fucking thrown off the side of the goddamn road. Which one are you going to fucking do? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it, that's another movie that like some of the deaths became like, all right, that's Campy. like, yeah. yeah. Like the, uh, when she died in the, in the tanning, the tanning bed, it was just like, all right. But some like the early ones, it's why I don't do roller coasters. Mm-hmm. It's final destination. Oh. I just don't like roller coasters. It's why I don't cut grass. Final Destination. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that Final New York subway death was the shittiest. I will agree with that. No, wait. You know, you know what death really shook me to my core? The um, the one where the dude fell down and the ladder from the building came shooting down through like his eyes. Oh, yeah, that one was just yeah. like, oh, because you're watching it. Like that has to be terrifying yeah. to watch it come. Uh, or the glass, the pane, the the glass pane window, whatever. Yeah, squished him. That was a good that one. That shit was By nasty. The, way, the NASCAR one was probably the campiest and the funniest death scene I've ever seen in anything. Because it was just like a ridiculous way. All right, so I think that What's was in the, the first two. one. I think that was a third or the fourth one, JD. And it was yeah, just, not the not the first two. I remember the first. No, yeah, that, that was later on. I think that, that was number was later four. On. So they were at like this NASCAR event and like picture any way for the entire arena to die is how they died. Like one dude, a tire popped off, smashed his whole body. Like it was just really ridiculous. <laughs> like everyone okay. there died. But not for nothing. I'd be following a lot of like crazy ass people getting hurt pages on Instagram and shit. There's a lot of friggin' times tires spin off of cars, trucks or whatever. And just clobber people. Really? Yeah, like man. this one dude just sitting in, at like an outdoor restaurant. Boom! Tire just rolls past, blasts damn. him. One guy gets cracked in the damn head with a tire, flew off an expressway. 
And I was like, yeah, you probably live, but that that came uh-huh. galvanized rubber hits like a fucking hammer, man. Whole oh, lot of steel belted inside. Yeah, that movie. So I'm I'm adding that. I'm adding that. Part of me just wants to add all of Final Destination to my extended. There are certain movies with just all creative death scenes. And if yeah. you've never seen The Cube or any of its oh. ilk, please Cube. do. Yeah. Cube, Cube Zero is the best. Hypercube kind of sucks, but they're all really, really cool. I know what kind of reminded what kind of reminded me of the cube um there's a netflix uh um horror flick that it's in from spain i think it's the hole the well or whatever where the prison it's just two people on a circular fucking level and there's an open pit in the middle and the food is sent on a oh my god no i know what you're talking about Yes, that is the platform. It's called the platform. The platform. Yes. Dude. And I made it, it kind of felt like it was the cube, dude. It was I cool. made the mistake, JD, of instead of just listening to it in its natural language and just putting subtitles on, I oh. I listened to it in English. And oh my oh. god, did it make that movie so unbearable to listen to? It did. Cuz you, you can do it see, in straight Spanish, you can bro. see right, you can see the guy going fish and then like the english audio would go pork and it's like dude i see that he said fish how did mm-hmm. you translate that to, like what are you doing yeah but the concept yeah. of that movie jd was so freaking br- i loved yeah. that yeah. movie yeah so I'm just just be just imagine all right so if they're going down 40 floors right mm-hmm. and the food for the prisoners well that top floor down they get the best food what do the people at the bottom get? And right. what happens if you fall through, if you're still hanging on, and you make it to the next fucking level down, and you're not supposed to, and all the things in between? Okay. Yeah. And I just loved it because it's to, to piggyback off you, JD, it's just the idea of like picture not eating, and then picture seeing someone like take a chicken bone, <clears throat> they're like slobbering all over. When that shit comes down to you, you don't have the luxury of saying like ill like he just put his you got to eat it and yeah it, man and pete it goes like this so like if you don't hurry up and eat something it's moving it's moving down it's continuously moving down so it's the idea of like when you see it doesn't matter if it's half yeah. half you know it just drops to something or whatever it was a really genius concept and i really mm-hmm. did enjoy it i just suggest to anyone watching this listening do not kind of fucked up but in yeah, English. yeah. It's very fucked up. Yeah, there's a lot of scenes in there. It's just like, ooh, that was tough. Um, But all right, so Joel, I'm going to go to you. Extending this, were there any more uh, either, you know, let's open it up a little bit. Inventive, insane, or just any other kills in a horror movie that that stick out to you? Probably. I I haven't really put much thought into it. (laughs) I mean, you you could even do if there were anything crazy in The Conjuring. Uh, any kills in that that were in those aren't really like killer type of thing they're like those are there just meant to really fuck with you you know um it's not gory very much um trying to think um damn i don't i really really don't know off the top of my head like i don't pay attention (laughs) like to that um 
I don't really have a favorite kill. I just know there's a certain kill. Like we were talking about uh, Final Destination and the playing guys when they're splitting that dude in half. It's like one of those things that you just don't forget. That's one of those things that I don't forget. <laughs> like ah, um, but um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I can't think of any at the moment. I'm trying to think. You know, it's crazy. The one horror movie that I love that I can't remember any kills from is uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I don't okay. remember any kills. The original? They weren't yeah. as vicious as like later on. No, yeah. not the ones with like Trey Songs and all the other stupid yeah. Trey Songs. <laughs> I don't I don't remember any. Like any of Watch the one with Matthew McConaughey and Renee Zellweger. It's a little it's a little right. funky. Right. Um, that's the only one. The only horror movie that I can think of that I just don't like I even remember kills from Phantasm. And I can't remember anything from Texas. The Hills have eyes. Wow. Too. Oh, the Hills have eyes. Both yeah. of them. Yeah. Talk to watch. Yeah, there's yeah. some like violent shit. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. oh my god. It's crazy. Yeah. I gotta give you some credit, Juwan. Like you're like, you know, barely able to drink legally, but you saw Phantasm. Good on you, bro. <laughs> But wait, yeah. when, when you guys hear my dad, like, I think Joel, Joel's met my dad. My dad has, like, that deep voice. So, like, when he used to talk with me, come here, boy. And it's like, <laughs> ah! <laughs> like, no. Um, so, yeah, my aunt actually loves that movie. It's li- literally the only horror movie she'll ever watch. That's, that's, that's good. Where, with Ben Affleck was the retired FBI agent who was a sheriff. No, you're thinking of Phantoms. Yeah, that's oh. Phantasm is the one with the chrome ball with the oh, blade that comes yeah. out. Yeah. So the, the, the mortuary. Yeah. yeah. And the tall man, the dude, like, uh, he's got like the long stringy hair. Yep. Bravo. Yep. Bravo, yep. Juan. Bravo. I'll give you that. <laughs> Again, you're earning, I, you're earning your brownie points. We'll be back. Bro. Yeah, that, that's definitely points, Fine. man. So uh, each um, week, I'm going to come in here with something that's <laughs> I like that. I like that. I like that, kid. Um, so yeah, but that's crazy. I can't also a movie just the first one, not the eight million they made after that. Wrong turn. I enjoyed wrong turn also. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Okay. Wrong turn yeah. Was- yeah, that was a hard that was a fucked up one. Yes, it was. Now again, the yeah. other ones that came after mentally throw those yeah. in the garbage. But that first one, yeah. Very well done. Um, J D, give us give us some killing, give us some killing scenes. Okay. Um I I don't know. This this is uh this is a think piece um it's definitely a horror but it's something that you know also deals with the guilt of having done something in your past mm-hmm. and how it weighs on you and how that will be the death of you turned into the remake of a japanese horror film called shutter yep good flick okay and uh-huh. the shit that was breaking his back was the girl that he raped years ago and he mm. took pictures of him. and then that was her ghost and seeing that was just like ooh that is a, a think piece and it's hard you know and, and, and I hadn't thought about it until a few moments ago when Pete brought up the grudge and the ring and it's around that Japanese remaker of those kinds of flicks mm. so it fits right in there but I want to go a little further back. Uh, something called In the Mouth of Madness. Well, yeah, yeah, you guys. You, Pete, thank you, Pete. <laughs> Dude, I'm a Lovecraft fan. Like, that movie turned me on to H.P. Lovecraft, basically. That was, that was an H.P. Lovecraft kind of 
uh, Stephen King combo yeah. because yeah. it took place in the American Northeast. Um, the, the, the weirdest use of a highway drive scene in any movie ever. Um, you know, Jorgen Punchow, um, I don't care. The guy is just a natural villain, you know? Um, and again, you know, uh, with Lovecraft and, and, and um, King being authors, and that being the main character's, you know, profession, and how that tied into what he was—he was, he was, he was, I guess, opening up the, the gates of hell with the with the shit that he yeah. was writing. Um, in the mouth of madness had some really creepy, fucking weird fucking deaths in that, you know. That's a fu- that is a that's a scary ass movie, yeah. man. It really yeah. holds up. Yeah, the psychological ones are the ones that fucking. Just yeah. dig into you, man. Those are you the know? ones I love the most because, like I said, it's like like Joel loving The Conjuring. I couldn't watch that at night, right? Mm-hmm. Scare the mm-hmm. shit out of me. But you put Nightmare on Elm Street, anything like like the slashers, I'm fine with. You know what I'm saying? Like I can easily stomach that. Not a problem. Ripping yeah. someone's whole heart out, <laughs> I could. I'd sleep like a baby. But the whole ghost concept or demons that. Nope, can't telling you right now, Mouth of Madness is not a movie to watch in the dark. Neither is Event Horizon for that matter. Yeah, you know, they came out around the same time. Yeah, you know what I mean? I think it was the same year, and they both had Sam Neill in it. Really? That's right. Sam Neill was the main guy, both of them. Yeah, thing is, with with Mouth of Madness, it's very difficult to talk about without (laughs) really spoiling that movie because the twist of it is like, oh shit, like you, you can't really. It's in the title. It's in the fucking title. Wow. Okay. You guys hate when I do this, but I just pulled it up so I could put it in my notes or something to watch. This shit came out a year after I was born. I you it. know, you lost a fucking good point. You earned it. Yeah. You don't know what to no, you don't know what to no, take I saw point. Phantasm. Boom, right back down. <laughs> no, you know what it is, JD? I was wondering why I'd never heard of it. Wow, this made a lot of money. Holy shit. Oh no. Uh, it did it? No, it didn't. No. Its budget was fourteen and only brought in eight. Uh, yeah, but anyway, um, I was oh, wondering. But you know what? It was a John that's a cult Carpenter classic, piece. though. Yeah, John Carpenter and John Carpenter is up there in the Mount Rushmore of uh, <laughs> American horror guys. Excuse me. Okay. Yeah, I was just curious why I've never heard of it, um, and I'm like, okay, so I'm gonna ask my dad about it, see if he's seen it. That shit just has like a couple of lines that really they stay with you, and even to this day, like my friends and I, we getting drunk or something like that, and. We'll just turn around and be like, he sees you. He sees you. <laughs> Somebody else is like, fucking stop that shit. You're giving me goosebumps. By saying that. <laughs> do you read Sutter Kane? All right. That's no, uh, so good. Because I do want us to end on that, uh, that concept you had, Pete. So one of our last two topics is, I thought this would be fun. Horror movie theme songs. Um, because when you think about it, you go, there's only like, three really good ones yes yeah, <laughs> um but i mean you know i, I i'll let the three of you go because i'm pretty sure the three of you will probably say the three ones yeah um so i'm gonna start with you jd <laughs> what makes it his number one now uh, come on <laughs> <laughs> i mean there's no music it's fucking you know it's it's, it's vocals again right you know um there's nothing more iconic than that i you know the two competitors, yes, but I think that is the top one out of out of them. You know it's funny. All right, so 
we know the big three, right? So we know the we know the Halloween, we know Jason, we know Freddy. Here's the funny thing about Does Freddy have a theme song? Like I I can't hear it's Freddy in my Oh, okay, yeah, sure. The rhyme. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh, now. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm Joan, not to cut you off. Oh, go, no, go when ahead. they did that in Lovecraft Country, <coughs> their version yeah. of that. Ooh. Yeah. But what, what I always thought was hilarious, JD, is you think Freddy Krueger's song. The the people running hear that because someone's singing it to them. With Jason, the people running hear that, right? What always struck my interest was, do they hear the Halloween theme when they're running? Like, when we hear it, do the people running hear it? Because I always say, if I did, I told you guys last week, I'd stop and start dancing. Like, that shit is, that shit hits. Like, I'd be like, how do you expect me to run from this? Like, this, this well, see, that's because that's, that, of course they hear it. Because that's what Michael Myers says. I'm sorry. It's the writer in me trying to <laughs> um, Joel, which which theme song are you putting up there? We already got Jason on the board. Uh, so Jason. Um, no, Michael Myers. Michael Myers. We got Halloween. We got Friday Thirteenth, and you said um, Nightmare on Elm Street, basically. Mm-hmm. Saw Saw would probably be really good. <clears throat> Saw theme is pretty iconic. Um, dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Oh my god, I hate you because I was gonna say that, Joe. That's really good. It's one of my favorite. You know the song? To be fair, to be fair, JD, my rendition right then was horrible. But yeah, like I'll tell you right now. And what's crazy is at the end of the first movie where he's closing the door. Yeah. Um. On 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 the guy. The song is what really brings that home. It's not okay. the, oh my god, it was the it's the song because it starts off low as he's talking, kind of telling you like why it was him. The song yeah. is low, but when that, he uh, close the door, it heightens like really heavy, and it's yeah, like I love you it. Start to feel it. Yeah, I'm with you, Joel. It's yeah, one exactly. of the best horror horror themes. Because I tell Exorc- you, what, when you hear that, when you hear that, the next Ooh. thing in your brain goes, I'm gonna look over. It'll be a fucking doll on a bike. <laughs> like, that's, yeah. that's what that means. So, yeah, I'm with you, Joel. That is, I'm, I'm with yeah, you. You brought up, Joel brought up the, the exorcist. I'm sorry, yeah. my side note story. I lived about 10 minutes from there when I was in Virginia. That was, really? Yeah. Yeah. God. I remember that was in D.C. So, yeah. Someone once told me the Amityville house was in Virginia. It's not. No. Long Island. Yep. It's in Amityville, Long Island. Right. Yeah. They told me it was in Virginia, and I remember I didn't sleep for like a month <laughs> watching that movie. The Ryan Reynolds version, by the way, which I really, really, really enjoyed. I like Reynolds did a good it's job. It's a good flick. Yeah. I like yeah. Surprisingly good. Uh, and it starts off just, oh, ugh. <laughs> just the dad is like, oh, murder everybody. <laughs> it was like, yeah. a whatever, and the thing was in his face, but you can't see it. Fuck that, bro. That <laughs> guy just died. Matter of fact, that guy really? just died in prison. The, uh, really? the, ori- the original dude who shotgunned his whole family just died really? like two weeks ago. Tops. Oh, my God. I'm telling wow. you right now, the first thing I'm saying to my lawyer is I do not want that cell. I do not <laughs> want that cell. <laughs> like, I'll serve my time, but don't oh. put me in that cell. Hell That's not- can do it. Um, it- what's it called? Um, Psycho. <laughs> Psycho. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I didn't think it's... Why did I think it's Psycho? That's very iconic. <laughs> yeah. That's right. 
Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Wait, what was Scream's theme song? Did it have one? That was iconic. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever grunge band was popular at the time. <laughs> that was the point, right? It was, <laughs> That's it was... probably so true, JD. <laughs> All right, so since Joel stole mine of Saw, I'm obviously going to go um, Halloween. I'm going to go Halloween. That's a little... Pete, so no, you, you I still got one. I still oh, got, got one. one. Okay. I mean, my favorite is, of course, Jason, because Jason's my favorite guy. But as far as iconic theme songs for horror movies, and I'm, I'll go a little out there, but Jaws. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I'm going to yeah. say this. Cool. I've seen Jaws, so let me not scare you guys there. I have seen Jaws. I think that movie is drastically overrated. Fair. But you have to put yourself back in the mind frame of like 1979, 78. That's, that's why I said sometimes the most dangerous thing is watching movies out of time. Fair. Um, that's a, that is a fair assessment. To me, Jaws right. is building something, right? But to me, when you see movies, and I'm not talking about literally today, but early 2000s, it gets right to it. Like Deep Blue Sea, a shark killed within the first five <laughs> seconds of right. that the opening. But, but with it was, Jaws, it's building a story. So I, right. I get it. We've all seen the shark by now. Yeah, but yeah, back yeah. then, right. nobody right. had a freaking clue what this thing looked like. Let no. me ask you this, John. Mm-hmm. Is it overrated <laughs> as a horror flick? Or is it overrated as a flick? Well, I'll say not as a horror flick. Because again, I seeing it out of time, you don't see it the same. So it's not scary to me whatsoever. Um, so I'll never say it's overrated as a horror flick if people think it's horror. I think it's overrated because some people have that in like their Mount Rushmore of movies. And I'm like, I don't get how it- yeah, I wouldn't put it there. I don't get how it's even in someone's top 10. Um, I would definitely put the theme song in there though. Oh, that, no, that's that completely fair. I'm with you on yeah. that. Because that, that made people not want to go on water. Could you picture We're, going swimming in an ocean and someone hits ocean. play? And right, you hear that? Like, <laughs> you got to drown them. That's the only fair set that you yeah, got. Yeah, yeah. Um, on that, but I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jake. You, you are, you just like, bro. Um, how do I delete you? Your picture from the screen <laughs> again, just, again. I'm, I, I'm just speaking from a sense of someone who obviously saw it out of time. Okay. And, and all right. So forget about out of time. Like forget about out of time for a second. Mm-hmm. The scene where Robert Shaw and Richard Dreyfus are talking about. Um, when he was on, when he was in the Navy and the ship went down and in three days, you know, more than 75% of his crew was, was eaten by the sharks in the water, right? Which is a real event. That performance between the three men is one of the best acting performances in all of cinema. I think the top 25 performances. Robert Shaw's delivery, right? Mm-hmm. Richard Dreyfus's reinforcement of the delivery, and then the Stone Cold reaction of um, Roy Scheider, like, I, I can't fucking believe I'm hearing this. Yeah. I'm with these psychos. I respect this guy a little bit, but he's a fucking nut job. That culmination in that moment made that fucking movie. Well, let me say this, J.D., because I I love that you said that. Let me say this. Joel, you've heard me say this a million times. I consider Jaws the same way I consider the Dark Knight trilogy, right? Great movies. Phenomenal. Do I think they're great Batman movies? No. 
Do I think this was the greatest shark movie? No, but do I think it's a good movie? Yeah, of course. I don't think it's a bad movie. But again, having seen shark movies that I get to see the shark eat someone's body within like the <laughs> five minutes, that's what I equate good shark movies to. No way, dude. Because the whole thing comes from the tension of not showing you the shark. Is he there? Is he not there? The motherfucker's strong enough to pull five fucking big fucking barrels, right? right. And if anybody's got family in the Caribbean, but everything, you know how much shit could be sent in those fucking barrels overseas, man. And for him to pull it under the fucking water and then drag it, open water is terrifying to a lot of people. Yes, it is. And that's a sick flick, too. But what you're saying is the allure of it. And I'm saying I can't argue that because everything you're saying is special to seeing it in the theaters for the first time. But with yeah. all this time having been passed, it's not like when you watch it like on, on TV or on DVD, it's not scary as it probably was when you first saw See, it. But theaters. dude, he Steven Spielberg is giving you enough room to create the drama and the horrors in your own head. He's giving you the he's giving you the pieces of the puzzle. You're putting together the puzzle as you watch it. Yeah. And that's where you're like, you know, that's pure Alfred Hitchcock. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple, dude. To Bad. be able to create that. Forget about the budget. All right. Yes, the budget, you know, certain things didn't work and the salt water ruined a lot of fucking of the, the mechanics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So he took pages out of fucking Alfred Hitchcock and then Dude, he was a young upstart, right? To mm. say, yeah, I could sell this fucking flick and to pull it off, you know, after you fucked up your entire presentation <laughs> of what you wanted to do, that is, dude, that's the performance right there. No, I, I can I, appreciate I Jaws on so many different levels. I get you. Suspense is, is that's my go-to. I love suspense. I just don't need suspense in like a monster kind of, kind of feel, like, like, to me, it's like, I could only imagine how annoyed I would have been seeing Anaconda if we didn't see Anaconda to, like, the last 10, 15 minutes of that movie. Like, it was a slow buildup of, like, oh, there's something out. Like, to me, like, I'm I'm glad it had all the, we're just, this snake is eating people in five <laughs> seconds. Like, I, because to me, it's like, that's supposed to be what's scary about it, is seeing what the shark can do. Not the idea of the fact that it is a shark. But again, I'm not saying Jaws is a bad movie. I'm okay. just saying for a shark movie. I don't think a shark movie has ever been done like that outside of Jaws. I think in most other shark movies, you see the shark immediately. No. But how many times does the CG or the effects... Forget about the CG for a second. The effects hold up. Deep Blue Sea, yeah. I like Deep Blue Sea. Those sharks don't hold up. They don't, they I don't, look good. I don't disagree yeah, at all. I don't disagree. Don't. And I will say, I got to, to do the, I think they recently closed it, the Jaws ride at Universal Studios. That shit was they closed it? Year. Yeah, I, I think they wow. did. Yeah. Um, that shit was amazing. Okay, the end of an era. Uh, but Joel, really quickly, you were saying there was another shark movie that, that w- was building suspense like that? I thought you were, no. I thought you were saying. I was saying that, no, it's, it's one of a kind in that regard. There aren't many other yeah. shark movies. And yeah. They get like, look, recently we had the Meg where it's a giant fucking shark. No, well, that was a comedy movie. <laughs> yeah, it was a joke, but that, that's what I mean. Like, that's where we're at now. Yeah. He prefers that. No. <laughs> no, no. I didn't say I prefer that movie. I just prefer to immediately see my shark get, get big. Get big, look, shark. 
You gotta remember, by the time he gets to all that part that you're talking about, JD, Jawan's jo- asleep by then. So he never, he never gets to that part of that movie. 100%. Once I don't see my shark in like the first 30 minutes, I'm out. Um, but all right. So some really good theme songs. We got Jaws, we got Saw, we got um, Jason, we got Michael Myers. We covered the theme song basis. Uh, now, Pete, to end this out on the night, Give us this concept that you created, man. Before I do that, because I'm going to go upstairs. I'm going to really quickly get that graphic so you can, I'll send it to you and you can show it off. Okay, but perfect. Basically, like, I, I literally just built a Mortal Kombat 1 style fighting, like, you choose your character kind of thing. And I put a whole bunch of different characters in there. Nice. Like, it was just fun for me. It was, it was stemmed off of a discussion that we had in the basement show one time and i'm like i'm just gonna do this like let's just roll with this and i was actually amidst this show i was trying to network up to the computer upstairs but it's obviously asleep which is why i can't get onto (laughs) it so that's why i'm gonna just run upstairs real quick but before i do that i brought over a couple of horror comics that i kind of want to show real quick and absolutely uh First and foremost, this is literally, this is the one. This isn't like a, a rebuy or anything. This is the very first comic book I ever owned that wow. my grandmother bought me. This is Vault of Horror number two. This is a 90s reprint of uh, another Vault of Horror. And this dude's like just being eaten by this blob type of thing. Nice. Here. So that, that I still have it to this day and I will never, ever get wait, rid of wait, it. It was a reprint. So that was EC or no? EC and yes, I did go out and buy the original once I found it. Oh, like I had, weird, it, had to do it. Uh, pick this one up because it's. A, I love New York covers, and you know, this is just <laughs> that's dope. Like, how many of us feel that way on the damn train? <laughs> nice. <laughs> this is the very first issue of Tales from the Crypt. Really proud mm-hmm. of that one. Managed to get that one about twenty years ago, so that's gonna get held on to, and I. I find a lot of like indie creators do really awesome horror stuff. I, I don't get into a lot of the, like, the bigger companies because I just, I, I don't feel like they can do it. Uh, but one of them from a buddy of mine by the name of David Kahn, he, David Kahn rather, I'm sorry. He does Lovecraft PI and I'm, I'm a huge Lovecraft fan. His first one was uh, a shot in the dark, which mm. is basically it, it touts Lovecraft as a, a gumshoe private detective. The second one was a curious case of reanimator. Mm-hmm. And he just teamed up and did one uh, Miskatonic High Kids, uh, which is another title. And he teams up and they fight Shub Nagorath, which is just another Lovecraft style monster. <laughs> Those were just like a, a bunch of dope books. And they're fun, you know, like, and they're David has a way of writing Lovecraft in that uh, very 1940s kind of Maltese Falcon style of like speaking. So nice. that's really a lot of fun. Uh, another one that I did from a buddy of mine uh, by the name of Brent, Brent Lengel. He does Snow White Zombie Apocalypse. And this is much more horror comedy. This <laughs> book does not take itself seriously for a minute. It's fantastic and it is bloody as all hell. One of the best scenes that I found was the big bad wolf eats the grandma and the grandma, once the big bad wolf is dead, grandma just busts out of the stomach and just starts zombieing around. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely insane book. And uh, yours truly makes an appearance in issue three of that. So if you can get oh, all of it, please do. And bar none, 
I saved the best for last, of course, because what did I just say? I love my New York books. I love my horror books and mm -hmm. I love my zombies. New York versus the world <laughs> from our very own JD over here. Just came out with issue yes. two. And bar none, I one of the it. best covers ever. Look at that shit. Look at that. Look at that. Fucking Statue of Liberty, man. That shit is dope. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. Wait, hold that. Hold those up again, Pete. Absolutely. Hold those up again. Pete, I fucking love you, kid. I, I try, my man. I try. I, I only see, speak right, the so you truth. Got, you got the Zombie of Liberty there, right? <laughs> and in the other one, that that's your hand. That's the last thing you see, right? As you're trying to get through New York. So that's what the honor was in in, in the other the other cover there. Oh man, Pete, you gotta you, oh, man, you make me cry. <laughs> New York is the last stronghold for just the, the zombie apocalypse. And basically, just like in real life, we dump all our garbage in Staten Island. <laughs> um yeah. no, JD, you're gonna you're definitely gonna send uh send the link so we can put that in the uh in the in the section of the uh the description you guys talk amongst yourself for a second i'll be right back give me two yeah. minutes that is okay. so freaking dope JD. that is awesome thank so, you so pete. tell us tell us a little bit about it while while pete goes and uh and, and um so you know I, I i love zombies right growing up zombies were always you know the b movie flicks right and uh you know you got the walking dead coming out and everything was about, oh, well, you know, if, if zombies happen here in the city, well, that's, we're dead. And they gave us a shot with World War Z in Jersey, how he handled it and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And being in New York, I had this chip on my shoulders, like, who the fuck, you know, of course we're going to survive a zombie apocalypse. Right. Right. So um, the first thing they do is they flood the tunnels and they blow the bridges. Nothing is coming into Manhattan. Takes them 15 years to start to clean out the city. Once they do, they begin to let people in. And that's where the story begins. But like every zombie, good zombie story, um, what's going on is really just an allegory for what's going on in society. Right? The very first one dealt with racism. The second one, um, the second George Romero one, you know, dealt with consumerism. That's where they were stuck in the mall. Um, my zombie story deals with xenophobia. And that's one of the things that we got going on today. You know, they hate illegal aliens. They hate illegal, they hate immigrants, stuff like that. So a New York versus the world treats the true problem, not the zombies, you know, and how we handle immigration. At this point, everyone is a refugee and all they're looking for is to protect their family. And we treat the, we treat the different boroughs, uh, differently so pete gave away one of the hooks staten island is where they take all the dead bodies so <clears throat> within the the uh the mythology of new york versus the world what we knew as a job title before the apocalypse it's totally different now so <clears throat> a doorman is not the guy who owns who opens up the door for you in the building anymore so a doorman is someone who he has to watch over his respective building right and he checks every unit in that building to make sure nobody's turned because that doorman's job is to blow the building to make sure that the virus doesn't escape into the rest of the city. A fireman is not somebody who puts out fires anymore. A fireman is somebody who, if there's a boat of infected that is on the way over, our fireman is the one that takes out that boat, stuff like that. Um, the, the garbage trowels that you would see, you know, going through the East River and stuff like that, 
Well, those are the people now pick up the dead bodies that are floating before they hit the shores of New York to make sure nothing wipes up, washes up and, and, you know, steps up and brings infection rate back again. I like that. So, Thank you. Eddie, where can we, where can we find this? Uh, unstoppablecomics.com. You can pick up the, the issues in print and digital and they're free shipping. Nice. Here's something I love. It's free shipping. Oh, this is. <laughs> I just sent it to you, so you can share your own. You can share your screen, or let's, if you want, I can figure out how to share mine. I'm not. Oh wait, oh, yeah. I can send that is fucking your... awesome, Pete. Hold on. This, no. uh, oh man, right, you can share it. Awesome. All right. I need a move set now. No, <laughs> move set. <laughs> you gotta give us mood sets. Yeah. Fair enough. So Look I you guys can see this. And beautiful. The joke is I had to throw my damn self in the middle there. <laughs> I love it. Are, are, you, are you the you the secret? You're are you the toasty guy? I'm the secret character, the, yes, 100 percent I tell you what, I feel as though the best uh the best moveset comes from Pete. <laughs> That's the best moveset. <laughs> but I think oh, I, I tried to find as many horror head. icons as I possibly could think of. So, you know, we had, uh, obviously, Jason and Michael Myers was the only guys who never fought. So, I was like, let's just throw these guys up there. Yeah. And you got Michael Myers, uh, uh, Hannibal Lecter, Candyman, Freddy Krueger, Jason, yeah. of course. I had to throw Kiefer Sutherland in from Hell yeah, Lost Boys. Lost Boys. <laughs> Pinhead. Samara from The Ring. <laughs> Yeah. Leatherface, Leatherface, the Tar Man from Night of the, from Return of the Living Dead, Pinhead. I took a cue from Mortal Kombat and I went with Aliens and Predator on the uh, bookends there. Nice, nice. nice. Critters, one of the classicest comic ho- comedy horrors. Oh, Pumpkinhead, an unsung monster of the '80s era. Chucky and good old Norman. I love how you don't have the leprechaun in this. That is so disrespectful. Oh, shit, man. I forgot leprechaun. <laughs> well, no, you know what? I want to play this game, but is everybody's moveset the same? Is it just stabby, stabby? Because everybody's got a mic. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> you know so what? Why it, you it, said that, it's Jamie, midway. Who all knows? I imagine is them stabbing like this. Like, <laughs> stabby, stabby. <laughs> I love it. I want to play that yesterday, man. Yeah, like, like Midway I, needs to do this shit. Like, yo, if anybody's out there is watching Midway, step the game up. Right. Can I help you design the sequel, please. Yes. And I will 100%. say, Joel, your concept was one uh one DC character, right? Well, it it came because look, it came for the same reason because we saw Mortal Kombat started using a lot of different third party characters and iconic like uh, slasher characters or uh, or like known like action heroes or some shit like that. So. Yeah, I, my question was DC because obviously there's a connection. Mortal Kombat has a connection to Warner Brothers, has a connection to DC. So there's always like a DC character like that guest stars, and vice versa. Like the uh, the, the Injustice games will have like Mortal Kombat characters and shit. <clears throat> but so yeah, one DC character and that has to be like a a, a killer from a DC side, <laughs> someone that will kill you. You know, okay. uh, there was uh, a monster like like a predator, alien, one of those. Uh, an action here or i mean like a slasher not just like a monster it could be like any type of slash it could be a monster or slash or whatever and then of course uh, an action hero so those three that's categories four, right that's three or four three uh, technically four but it's i, I kind of condensed it to three so two from each category 
You can pick. I, I usually do two. Like, yeah, give me two DC, two uh, action heroes, and two uh, monster slashers, like horror characters. The the one me and Joel were like, it's a, it's a definite from the DC side was Lobo. Like Lobo was was good. Lobo. That's true. There's a couple <laughs> good ones. First guy that came to my mind was one of my favorite. Really, just doesn't get a lot of play. Type of villains was Solomon Grundy. Yeah, yeah. he was in the first Injustice game. That's right, and, he was. <clears throat> you know what? I would love for... I mean, we obviously saw it in Stargirl, um, but mm-hmm. I would love for someone... Like, J.J. Abrams is a, is uh, taking on Justice League Dark, right? The, the characters mm. to make up Justice League Dark. Yes. I would love for someone to do a really creepy, eerie version of, of Grundy. Like, yeah. give me really yeah. scary... The one that rhymes, too. Yes. And yes. Born on a Monday. <laughs> Yeah. I would love that. And, and Pete, I believe you said this a while ago. Um, he doesn't get enough respect, and I can't even remember his name now. I'm thinking about it. But the opposite of um, Superman. Bizarro? Bizarro. Bizarro, yes. Yeah. It's, it's hard not to do... It's hard not to confuse both of them, though. You know what I mean? People... people it's true. They're know, great. They wrapped it up. And I think <laughs> Solomon Grundy had a great redemption arc in Justice League Unlimited with yeah. the, the Hawk Girl, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And then what he sacrificed that and then reset it, you know, and, and all that all that redemption was lost for him to just be the base uh, Solomon Grundy again. I was just like, oh, man, which, that hurt. Which, by the way, J.D., that show was like a blueprint to what we've always wanted to see in live action. It's 100%, why, yes. It's why I hold Earth's Mightiest Heroes so tight. Because a lot of what they did on that series, Feige is building. Like, think about it. Scrolls was huge at the end of season one. Yeah, we're yeah. getting there. Loki yeah. was big in season one. We had that. Like, he legit yeah. in that show. They legit are following some of the ideas of the blueprint of that. That will lead us to the X. That was a great series for all coming it's together. The best, the best so, Avengers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that came afterwards, I didn't like it that much. No, I watched it, but it's not that great. It's nowhere near Earth's Mightiest Heroes, but I did enjoy it. No, it was that um, was a great series, dude. Great yeah, series. no, yeah. So, but Justice League Unlimited, um, yeah. forget yeah. about the blueprint for what we want in in the DCEU. Mm-hmm. Justice League Unlimited is the blueprint for any superhero franchise and how it should be played out. There, I mean, dude, they even did their the Suicide Squad or their Task, yeah, Task Force, Force X. X episode was one of my favorites you know um they nailed captain boomerang you know when he set off the alarm for the change in his pocket and like 52 cents is 52 cents but they used 52 which is the number for dc you know um and and it just i mean i'll even say jd i'll even say that the biggest thing i loved about them that the cw somewhat incorporated was there were characters in there that were deep cuts as far as the heroes like characters that mainstream has no idea they they even existed and they went deep into a lot of those characters i mean uh uh, perfect example they showed um doom patrol we got doom patrol yeah yeah uh, from that so it's like Uh, they just i'll give you i'll give you one more out of anything batman even batman the animated series for which it spun off of (laughs) even batman beyond which they completed. They gave us the season finale. That season finale for Batman Beyond had the best Batman story ever. 
where he sat down with the little girl, Ace, mm -hmm. as she passed away so she would not blow up and destroy the city. Yep. The way that's, that, that plays out and how it was Amanda Waller telling that Batman story and how she hated him for all of these years, mm -hmm. but she grew to have that professional working relationship. For me, that's, that's top three uh, uh, Batman story in any medium whatsoever. Wait a minute, refresh my memory. Did he just sit with her until, I thought he had to kill her. That was no. the point. No, he sat Did with her. Did he? That's what I thought. I always thought he had to kill her. Like Did to protect he? everyone else because she was gonna fucking kill right. everyone. Right. Did he? We don't know. Right. I don't, don't know. But he came back with like that tear in his eye. I'm assuming yeah. he did. I remember that episode. Yeah. That was a heavy ass episode. That was a great fucking see, Batman. I, I love that you brought that up because that's something that we don't really get to see. Well, we don't get Batman long enough in one medium to see, but there's layers to Batman. It's not oh, just yeah, the, the grunting, I'm always angry kind of guy. Right. Um, and it's what I did love about what they did with the animation for the new 52, the son of Batman, the Batman versus Robin. Um, I love when they ended it in Apocalypse, which Joel, I did go back and see. Um, it speaks a lot to when Damien goes, um, he's gone over to the other side and how it really, how he was saying how it broke his heart to see his dad like that, but it's the evolution of that story because when you first see Damien, he's kind of just like, a I don't dick. need a dad. Like, <laughs> like right. I, I don't Earl need that. right <laughs> to see it to see it unfold. Um and, and then even and this is a little bit of spoilers, but Joel, even the scene where um Superman goes, Batman almost turned back with what happened to, to Dick, but it couldn't fully turn him. And it's just like that, but that's the stubbornness of Batman to where it's just like, ah, I got I, I, I lost track of those, man. <laughs> I those really great. I read, well, I the DC right animated now, series is have, so good. If you have HBO Max, it has, it has all of them there. All of the, okay. the animated movies from the new 52. All of okay. them. Okay. I'll tell you it's this much. It's a fun rabbit hole to death. To de I hated yeah. Damian Wayne from like Jump Street. Couldn't yeah. stand him because I, I don't uh, really like Grant Morrison uh, as a writer. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. A I, I, let me let me reiterate. I don't like Grant Morrison when he's doing mainstream characters. When he's doing his own shit, he's great. He's, <laughs> he's phenomenal. When he's touching mainstream characters, he just finds obscure ass shit to reference and bring mainstream again, and it's undamn necessary. Uh -huh. I, I hated Damian Wayne. It was those cartoons that made me right. like him. Right. Because mm -hmm. to me, the biggest compliment i'll give ernie altbacker and, and Jane tucker and those guys is he was so drastically different from dick grayson it's what made you kind of pay attention to him because it's like it's this guy with it, not guy it's this kid with no code that could literally murder anyone he wanted right and it was the idea of batman trying to get him to understand that's not how people live they don't just murder people when they have a problem <laughs> And to see the evolution into Batman v. Robin, where Robin's kind of like, no, nah, I like this guy, Talon. He lets me kill people. And it's like, well, who's see, son are you? You know that, what I'm saying? I love that's that. why I like those issues where it was Dick as when Bruce had disappeared in mm -hmm. the time stream. Mm -hmm. And it was Dick training Damien. You know, and Damien was like, oh, we got to kill these guys so they don't come back again. 
And right. that's like, no, that's not how we do things. Well, you, you get know? a little bit of that, uh, JD, if you saw Batman Bat- Bad Blood. You get a little bit of that. Okay. See, yeah. I saw, uh, the last one I saw was the one where it was Deathstroke coming to uh, Nanda Paravat and taking out all of the assassins okay. with Damien. Yeah. That's, that, <coughs> that was Batman. That was the first one? Yeah, yeah. that's the very first one, yeah. That was, and then I saw the Teen Titans one where it was the Damien... Teen Titans versus Justice League was that? Yeah, yeah. I, th- I yeah. think you missed one in there. There's still yeah, one missed, one in you the missed a few in there. <laughs> yeah, I was those, say. those are the only two there's I saw. Lot. Yeah, between Son of Batman and the Justice League versus Teen Titans, there's a lot in there. That yeah. Oh well, it was Justice League War, right? right. And then That's... it was Justice League uh, Throne well, of Atlantis. Starts with right. Flash. I didn't see Throne of Atlantis. Yeah, Atlantis was the second one. I was Justice League War, and then it was Throne of Atlantis. Justice League Throne of Atlantis. Really quickly, Joel. You know what I never saw, and I've seen War maybe a million times. Never knew that War ended with uh, Orm. Orm kind of like establishing War on the uh, yeah. on the above land. Never yeah, yeah. saw that a day in my life. Just recently saw it, and I was just like, yeah. War, sets- War was the first one that had uh, Cyborg as as part of JL. Right. Yeah, it, it take it, it. Yeah, it doesn't include uh, Martian Manhunter. It uses Shazam instead of Aquaman. Yep. Uh, and Aquaman is set up in the sequel. Yep. Yep. So, who was the actor that did that voice? Because I like him. I forgot his name. For, for, oh, Batman. I'm sorry. Jason um, O'Mara. Yeah. Jason O'Mara. Yes. O'Mara. But yep. don't sleep on Bruce Greenwood, who did you know Batman no. and uh, and uh, the, I'm uh, just. The Young Justice ones, dude. Yeah. And he did a few Justice League movies too, didn't he? He did. I think he did. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I think you'll you'll see it if you ever go down a rabbit hole of watching those JD in the Justice League Dark movie, um, where they introduced the Justice League Dark. Uh, Jason O'Mara has mastered the Batman grunt. There's yeah. moments in there where instead of giving a verbal response, he just grunts. And it hits so fucking well. Like, I'm like, oh, my God. He just does that too fucking well. I was just watching it today. And I was just like, I do want to see Batman grunt a little so, bit. I, I have a question since we're on the subject at yeah. the moment. Uh, what do y'all think of Supernatural's Jensen Ackles getting cast in the long Halloween as Batman? I'm going to tell you this. I like it. The thing I told I like you well was I needed to hear him. I just saw the trailer today. And <clears> I, <throat> it does not sound like him. No, and I think, I think that's what I love. But to be fair, huge congrats to Warner Brothers holding on to Wes Gleason over there. Wes Gleason will make you sound like nothing you've ever sounded like before. Oh, okay. Um, Voice coach? You know, yes. Wes yeah. Gleason is legit. The Every interview me and Joel have ever done with the cast of these new 52 movies, they always say how well Wes Gleason gets them prepared for these things. Okay. Um, and when you listen to him from watching that long Halloween trailer, it fe- like if you close your eyes, it feels like Batman. And that was the thing that I needed from him if I was going to say that, you know, I was excited for it. And when I close my eyes and just listen to the trailer, it feels like Batman. And that's something I have to give him a lot of a lot of props to, because that's not easy to do. That, mm-hmm. that, that gruff that you need to sound like Batman. That's not something everybody has. in them. Right. Um, I, I think it's a perfect honor of elevation from Jason Todd graduating in yes, you know, 100%. in a skewed way. You know he what I mean? more I, like himself as Jason Todd than he does as Batman, I which is, I like that there's a difference. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and and that's that's the, the freedom I'm glad he has, because with Jason Todd, there's been nothing before that. So it's right. like, you could make Jason Todd sound like whatever you want. 
Um, but to, to know that he's stepping into that Batman lore and he's nailing it from just a little bit that I heard. It was a one minute trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really, really, really excited for this long Halloween. And I love that part one is PG-13, but part two is rated up. Is it? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I'm interested to see what is in that second one that's so wild. You had to go a step up in rating. <laughs> now, hold on a second. Part two is long Halloween two. Or part two is the last six months of Long Halloween one. It's gonna be the last six months. Okay. Okay, because I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't know if we have to see the first one to know because I don't think there's been any information on what the second one is. Because there were two yeah. long Halloweens. Well, sort of. There's Dark yeah. Victory Dark is the sequel. Yeah. Right, right, right. Sorry. Excuse me. Right. Yes. I don't yes. know if the second part is Dark Victory or an extension of the long Halloween. I just I, read the my long money Halloween. would be on the, the last six months. There you go. I hope so. I mean, there's been rumors that parts of the Batman could be taken from uh, Long. Yeah, that's also true. Okay, so yeah. it'll be interesting to see what Wait, the car- the cartoon that went for series the Batman. No, 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 no. The, the movie. movie. Robert Pattinson. Oh. Yeah. Even though I'm, I'm actually watching. Don't do that, JD. I love the Batman. I love. That I did too. Season four was great. The last season, yeah. you got to see Nightwing uh, in more than two episodes. I, mm. I, I like that. Yeah. I also want to give a quick shout out before we get out of here. Beware the Batman. I will forever say this because of Joel. They really effed us over with no season two to Green Lantern and no season two to Beware the Batman. I don't. I don't remember that one. What was that? Beware the Batman. That was when you actually saw Professor. Uh, was it Professor Pig? Pig. Yeah. They use a lot more pure villains. We Uh, use. They use Magpie. They use Anarchy. They use Slate. (laughs) In. Oh, they use the they use the Grant Morrison villains. That's right. why, basically. Right. <laughs> and uh, Joel, what's the team with Metamorpho and Black Lightning and Katana? The outside. The outside. Got, they were building that JD. They were oh, building. Nice. Yeah. They were. So uh, we got a chance to what could have been is a world building of that animation of the Green Lantern and Beware the Batman. And because again, children weren't watching it and buying the toys. They cut him that off. was the one that had um uh what's the name Alfred as James Bond, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Essentially, yeah. Like it was James CG. Bond. Okay, I didn't see. Yeah. yeah, okay, I didn't see that one. Yeah, that was it. Was it's really it's also on HBO Max, JD. It's okay. really well done. It's only one villains, season. Yeah. It's only one season too, right? Uh, but the villains are really good, and it's villains that we've not seen in live action. Okay, I'm sorry, I was confusing that with the one that uh where Diedrich Bayer. Did the the voice nah, of Batman? That's uh, that's, yeah. that's what's that one called? Um, Brave and the Bold. Brave and the Bold. <clears throat> Brave and the Bold. I love that um, one. Too. But yeah, so I don't know, uh, audience, what our next episode is going to be about. That is something we will discuss, and you will have to find out yourself. <laughs> um, but there's plenty. We talked about food. We talked about conspiracy theories. We talked about sci-fi. That's the one my dad wants to hop on for. Um, which I'm nervous about. Anytime he gets that excited, I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna get a word in in that episode. Let's go get those sci-fi toys. <laughs> I got some. I, if, if Star Wars counts as sci-fi, which last time I checked, it Star does. Wars counts as sci-fi. I'm prepared. I'm prepared in that. In that, uh, I know in Pete's got that covered in the basement. Sci-fi fantasy or it's just sci-fi? Sci-fi. You see, to me, I like there's to mix it because we didn't. There's a difference. The thriller. <laughs> yes, there is. There definitely is, but since we didn't separate horror and thriller. So wait, wait a second. You mean sci-fi fantasy like Lord of the Rings sci-fi fantasy? That's what I kind of want to clear up. 
That's just what I'm asking. Okay, so sci-fi. Okay, so let me ask you this. We didn't, when we did these two horror episodes, we didn't separate horror from thriller. We just right. kind of let it be a lump sum. Should we just let sci-fi be one big thing? I think sci-fi should be sci-fi and fantasy should be fantasy because there's mad fantasy movies that we can yeah, probably talk yeah. about. Okay. Yeah. And there's that's mad sci-fi fine. flicks we could talk about. Too. Wait, let me ask you this. Is is Dread sci-fi or sci-fi fantasy? I would say Dread, Dread is sci-fi. Is, Dread is also, sci-fi. It's also a comic so, book. God right. damn it. So <laughs> I thought it is, might be fantasy. Is Hellboy sci-fi or is he fantasy? <laughs> I would call it Hellboy's fantasy, actually. Okay. Like, I don't, like, sci-fi, I find that, like, you need a certain level of technological advancement okay. to right. be considered so, for so that. Okay. So, Star Trek is fantasy. I mean, Star sci-fi, Trek is sci-fi. Sci-fi, for sure. And, like, Wait, you know, just throwing some shit out there. Sci-fi, is Star Wars sci-fi or sci-fi? Sci-fi. Well, uh, sci-fi, I would still say. It's so, a comp- so, so, fantasy has the elves. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah. Sci-fi has the space. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, let me see this. Yes. Let me see this because this is going to be the most stressed out. Because like the, you know, there are things that that cross genres. Sure, like Krull, for example. Like, but I would Love still Krull. call that sci-fi because it's still mad futuristic, even though there is like monsters and swords and sorcery going on. They, they oh, didn't fly wow. ships. Also, they weren't ship. flying no, ships. That's true. That. He's a thousand percent. They have flight, I just flight looked flight up uh, the Star Wars movies. Just sci-fi. That's it. No fantasy involved. Right, because you had stars. They they were space. Right. Where right. all right, Krull, they came from space, right. but they were in Lord of the Rings. Right. 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 Okay. But they, you know, he had that like you know glaive thing with the, the yes. Just, you know. So the, the all right, deadly where frisbee. Does Flash Gordon line is that sci-fi? sci-fi? Yeah, still go sci-fi. So sci-fi. you gotta go sci-fi. Yeah. Because you had Hawkmen, you had Robin Hood people, you had Ice people. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could add, I wouldn't mind adding fantasy football. to that, but it's still sci-fi. Every yeah. time I think of Flash Gordon and you said the Hawkman, I did this epic, epic Photoshop <laughs> of my boy Roger, the our director of Peach Basement, as the leader I've of the Hawkman. I I, I I can still picture it. <laughs> I start laughing. I'm sorry. Dude, <laughs> I used to know um um Flash and, and Hawk uh oh my god. There you go. See, that's the thing I can't remember. <laughs> but I used to have the fucking word for word down what he would say, I'm, I'm down here. Fly Ghost, Fly You sound just like him. Dude, Ryan Baldwin has that great fucking voice, man. Yo, I knew that I was old as fuck when I was watching Ted in the theater and Flash <laughs> Gordon shows up and I was like, yeah, Flash! And nobody else had a word to say. And I'm like, God damn, I'm going to just see. Just see, there's half the of the screen up. that knows what they're talking about. And the other half were like, those are some two old fucking... Yeah. I just never liked Flash Gordon. Uh-huh. I, I no. swear to you. I, well, I liked you, like, right up until now. <laughs> I, um, I never knew who he was. I never knew who he was uh-huh. so much, so much to where... I thought the Queen song was about Barry Allen, and then oh I found out. <laughs> and then I found out, and I was just like, "Oh, good okay." Mind to hang up on your ass right now. No, I, I've seen it. I've seen it since. But growing up, it was just like, "Oh, that's really cool." Queen made a song about like Barry Allen, and it was just like, 
What is he talking Ooh. about? It was just like Timothy Dalton, <laughs> uh, Max von Sydow, Topol. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they used to give it on on the, I think picks or whatever the fuck yeah. on every every year at least once or twice a year, three times a yep. year, and I could it not was always on. I only play. I let the song play, and then once the song was over, I changed. <laughs> And that was just, that was that different. Is, speaking of theme songs, that is one of the. Of <laughs> I, I fell in love with the New York Jets because of that. that see, that's the thing. I didn't. I I thought that idea of a football player becoming a. I thought that was a stupid concept. And again, I had a weird thing with blonde. Oh my god, people. that's the whole concept of my my title shielded interest. He's a retired athlete. Time, at the time, I didn't. I didn't so, find that. At the time, as a giant, after this conversation, especially a jet, I was like, I'm not interested. So we're gonna end it on that before we lose friendships here. <laughs> <laughs> that that been, I, had a, I had a great moment with Pete. <laughs> that has been an all new episode of Figure It Out. Stay tuned next week, where we try to, to figure out if we want to do sci-fi or sci-fi fantasy. Find out in an all-new episode of Dragon Ball Z. No, just joking. <laughs> <laughs> Find out next week on Figure It Out. Huge thank you to Pete, JD, and Joel, And, of course, a shout-out to Tia, who wanted to be here, but was just swamped with work. Um, so make sure you guys stay up to date with everything with JD, Pete, Joel, uh, And stay tuned. I just did an amazing interview with Lana from the WWE. Um, so nice. Oh, nice. Fun. And Lana, Pete, guess, guess who? Guess who? Lana's favorite superhero is Flash the Punisher. Yeah. <laughs> I was so shocked when she was sitting there telling me how she's a huge Punisher fan. Her mom's a Daredevil fan. Really? Um, yeah. <laughs> Her husband is a fan of what? She didn't. She didn't say. I here, here's the thing. Because he's Rooster. not in WWE, I did not bring him up. She brought him up. But I didn't because if I did, I would have asked her, how is it having him work for the rival company? And mm -hmm. of course, I would have been right. very uncomfortable. But I know he's a big geek too, dude. You he know, is. So yeah. I mean, he's a gamer and all that shit. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely going to get her for an interview again. She <laughs> really enjoyed it. You so. should try to get him. Yeah, I should try to get. Okay. <laughs> this is for our talk for our, our <laughs> Anyway, thank you guys for tuning in to an all new episode of Figure It Out. Uh, we will see you guys same time, same place next week. But till then, <laughs> I love it, JD. <laughs> teaser, right? For the special episode? <laughs>